Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Can you mention me in one of your... Oh, I always talk about you, Martha. Don't worry. That's how I open and close my shows. (laughs) I'm sure. Chelsea Handler is a stand-up comedian, New York Times bestselling author, television and podcast host, and businesswoman. Many of you know her from her well-known late-night talk show, Chelsea Lately, which aired on the E! Network for seven seasons. Her work has also been featured on Netflix and HBO Max. Some of you may remember Chelsea was on my HGTV show, Martha Knows Best, where I showed her how to make a delicious apple cider cocktail. And of course, everyone remembers how she tried to emulate my famous pool selfie that I took back in 2020 at my former home in East Hampton. Welcome to my podcast, Chelsea. Oh, hi, Martha. It's so good to see you. Well, we just finished your podcast, which was very enlightening. I know. I mean, this is Dr. Chelsea. Yeah, people call in for real life, like life problems, interpersonal affairs. Some people are in bad relationships, bad working environments, and I have to kind of try and help And they think you Mm -hmm. can help them. That's right. Which is amazing. Well, I've anointed myself a psychiatrist in um, very <laughs> loose terms, uh, only because I got so much out of my own therapy experience. I absorbed so much information that I couldn't wait to spit it back out and kind of well, share it with others. Well, you sound like you were a good patient. I was. I think because, I was his best student. Because you really are uh, regurgitating uh, advice from psychiatry that I, you know, I, I, I feel like I feel like you are a psychiatrist. Well, thank you. That's yeah. exactly the impression I'm trying to make. Huh. Huh. 
Well, that's very interesting. Well, I, and also I wrote a book when I got, when I went to therapy, I was so enthralled by all this information that I was learned. And I had, I was learning, I had all these light bulb moments where he would explain my behavior and why that was, you know, something that was representative of something that happened in my childhood, which it, you know, earlier in my life, I thought all oh, was just a bunch of horse shit. I'm like, what does my childhood have to do with my adulthood? And uh, I didn't want to be one of those adults who spent their adulthood getting over your childhood. You know what I mean? No, I think it's a. I think that's the worst thing a person can do. Yeah, is relive or right. imagine what effect you had as a child. Yeah, uh, on your future life. I, I just can't. I, I. I. I never think about that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> Maybe I should. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, they say an unexamined life, you know, is a life not worth living. But some people don't need to examine their lives. Other people really need to get get it straight. So I couldn't wait to share what I learned. And I wrote it in my last book. And then I'm turning that book into a TV show. So it just kind of keeps. What's the TV show called? It's Well, we haven't titled it yet. It's at Peacock. We just turned our script in. So uh I don't know. It probably won't be the same name as my book. We'll have to come up with a new It'll fresher be a series. Title. It'll be a yeah, series. Yeah, me starring in it. Uh-huh. Oh, and you're going to star. Oh, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. So how are your selfies coming along? Well, I mean, I'm waiting for you to inspire me because when I saw that pool selfie of you in 2020, I just well, that was during COVID and lockdown, and I thought – Oh, I could do that pose. And I, I I got right into my bathing suit, went down to my pool, and I did my hair and makeup as close to yours as I could. And I put that right out there, and it was such a big hit. And then you were your typical self by commenting on your pool being nicer than mine, which actually <laughs> Seth Meyers also confirmed. Yeah, he, thought, most, he thought my pool was nicer yeah, than yours. Yeah, I yours. think most people are going to think that your pool is nicer than mine. And I'm fine with that. I'm just going well, to accept have to, it. I might have to do another one because I have a new pool. Oh, That's okay. Well, I'm really, also building a new pool, oh, too. Are you? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to do another pool selfie and see what, what we come up with. Where are you based out of now? I'm you in sold Be- the- Bedford, New York. Okay. I have a beautiful pool on my farm. Yeah, okay. And it's enclosed in a red beach hedge, and it's very, very pretty. Do you spend a lot of time in the pool? No. No. No one No one who has a pool really goes into the pool. No, I do go in, but but um, I don't have time so much. It's late at night. That's when I usually go in. I have, oh. a, I have a really nice hot tub with lots of jets. I had to put extra jets in. That's nice. So that's like a, you know, a, a, it's like a jacuzzi. Yeah. And uh, that's what I that's what I really like is the jacuzzi. Yeah. And swimming laps is fun, but boring. Yeah. Swimming is boring. Remember kind of. Mark Spitz? <laughs> remember Mark Spitz, the swimmer, the Olympic swimmer? Yeah. Well, he, I remember him saying, you know, because he had to swim lap after lap after lap, thousands and thousands. He said, I just imagined some beautiful girl at the end of each lap. But, you know, you sort of run out of beautiful men to think about at the end of laps. So the thing I, I like, get bored. Yeah, the, the swimming I do find boring. I mean, most exercise can be boring if you overdo it. But I remember reading Catherine Hepburn's biography, Kate Remembered, and she would get up in the morning and she lived on the in Connecticut, right? And she would jump into the freezing cold Pacific and swim laps every single morning. And I, she attributes her mental clarity and her strength to that. And I think there's a lot to be said about diving in the ocean and swimming like that. Uh, well, good for her. It's uh, good for her. It really is amazing to swim in the ocean. So in, aside from all these thirst traps, um, we have something else in common. You were also one of six children born in New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, as I was. And what effect has that had? on you just being part of a big family. Are you a close-knit family? Yes, we are pretty tight. We have, there are six of us, minus one. My brother passed away when we were little. He had an accident. So there are five of us. 
I think that event probably brought us together even more. Um, but we're very tight knit. Uh, you know, my brothers, some of them have been married to people in, in our, our family that, you know, don't fit in as nicely with the core group as, as we would like. But then, you know, that's part of people getting married, your brothers and sisters. So are you friendly to those people or do you turn, do you turn your back on those people? No, we're, we do our we best. We try. Yeah, okay, we make good. it work. You we make to. it work. And uh, we're all very kind of politically aligned, so we don't have any of that drama. I'm the youngest. I'm the most spoiled. I was always the most spoiled because my parents were a little bit um, lame. They just kind of, by the time they had me, they had they'd run out of parenting um, energy. So yeah. my brothers and sisters were kind of left to spearhead my childhood. So they all, I'm very spoiled. I was very much the youngest and now I'm in charge of all of them. Like That's good. I make the decisions about huh. where we're going, what vacations we're taking. We go away every Christmas. We go to the Martha's Vineyard every summer. And I basically am in control of the family. So being the youngest and the oldest, I think, simultaneously. Are there any other actors or, or comedians in your family? No, no, so, just me. And did you know, at what age did you know you were going to be a comic? I never knew I was going to be a comedian until I moved to Los Angeles. And I just wanted to be like, I wanted people to know me and know who I was. Like I more had a desire to be well-known, to be honest. And then when I came to California and uh, somebody introduced the idea of stand-up comedy, which was so scary, you know, yeah. getting on stage alone and with what and saying what. And I remember going to a comedy club and I just thought, oh my God, you know, this is going to give me diarrhea. I can't ever do this. It's too scary. It's too intimidating. And then I just thought, oh, you're on stage with a microphone and you're the only one allowed to talk and no one can interrupt you. Like, that's a great idea for me. Yeah. And then I just mustered up the courage and I, mean, I started were you doing it. always a big talker, like the way yeah, you are? Very, you could talk and talk and talk and talk. Yeah, very, um, out, you know, like I can I can engage with almost anybody. And I like that. Yeah. I like learning about people and I like expressing myself. And I love the art of language, you know. That's why I like writing books as well. And that's why I love stand-up is because you're articulating something and you're expressing yourself. And I love words and putting them together in a way that makes somebody think. And you don't get tongue-tied. Uh, no, not, not really. Sometimes I do. You do? Yeah, sure. I, mean, I have been tongue-tied or I've said the wrong thing or, you know, spoken too fast. I'm definitely done When that. you're doing your stand-up, do you have a, a do you have an earpiece in? Does to anybody remind you of something? No. That no. I just have memorized. Okay. You do like, you know, on a tour, I'm probably on my, I'm still on my tour. I just announced another 22 dates. So I will have done at the end of this tour, probably 120 dates. Wow. So after you, you know, I start out with like nine pages of, of notes of what I'm going to say. And then as you know, the shows go on, you condense it, you edit. It's kind of like writing a book. And then you get off script and you memorize it. At what point in your career did you realize that this was what you were meant to do? Um, I feel like point? I wouldn't be able to do much else. I, you know, I tried to be temp, like a temp person. I tried to work in offices when I was in my 20s. I waited tables. I got fired from almost every job. 
I was terrible with people when they were telling me what to do. I remember being in a temp office, trying to transfer a call like from the front desk into the partner's offices. And it was such a debacle that somebody, I, one of the partners called and said, who is this bimbo that we hired at the front desk? You have to get rid of her. And I was like, oh, that's me. <laughs> I said, I'm so sorry. I don't know how to transfer phone calls. He's like, that's all you have to do at this job is transfer phone calls. Oh boy. So I just, my, my sister always said it perfectly. She said, you know, you, you're not good at anything else and you won't be. I'm not good at any of the things that you can do. I'm not domesticated in any way. Um, so yeah, this is pretty much my purpose, I think, is to share. So at what age were you when you became Chelsea Handler? Um, well, I had a pretty, a pretty big, um, you know, impression of myself early on. I had a lot yeah. of misplaced confidence. But when I became well-known, I was probably 30. So not, not old. You were young. Yeah, 30. But, yeah. you know, when I, I was waiting tables from like 20 to 28, okay. thinking. Well, that's not so long. Well, it's eight years. enough. It's, a, it's long enough to be scared that it might become permanent. And that I might be waiting tables for the rest so of my life. So what was that big break? What was the first thing that you knew that you were going to make it? Um, well, you got a, you made it. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, development deals, like an NBC development deal, which is where they would see you do stand up and say, we're going to build a TV show around you. And they'd pay you like $100,000. At the time I was a waitress, the first time I got that yeah. deal, I was like, whoa, oh, wow. I can, this is it. Like I can retire. And then you realize, no, you're not going to be able to retire on $100,000 because you have to give half of it away to, you know, taxes, commissions, et cetera. But when I really made it was probably... Uh, I had a couple big breaks before my show, Chelsea Lately, but Chelsea Lately and my books kind of coalesced at the same time. And it was kind of a um, perfect storm. So I think that's when I really, when I became kind of like a household name was during Chelsea Lately. Yeah. It was such a great show. Oh, well, thank seven, you. Seven seasons. Seven seasons. And we had so much, I mean, we laughed our asses off doing that show. It was just one big and we, party. the audience laughed also. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. It was really fun. Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at KNIX.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And then you started a, your own production company. Yeah. So you're, you're really incorporating good business with, with your uh, comedy. Uh, I wanted to ask, what's the difference between a comic and a comedian? Is there any difference? Or no, not really. Would you rather be thing. known as a comedian? No, comedian without being a fe- without it being like female, you know. E-N-N-E. You don't have to have that. Yeah, comedian French. seems a little bit passe. And uh, do you have who who were your mentors in comedy? Um, who 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 are your heroes? Well, I don't know about mentors. I don't really. I didn't. You know, I was so uh, arrogant when I was coming up. Like, I really thought I could do it all by myself, and any of my success was was from me. You know, I I recently inducted Joan Rivers into the Hall of Fame, and I remember being on E, and she was on E, and she would try and you know kind of engage with me or hang out, and I just kind of had no time for her. And in and recently, when I inducted her into the Hall uh, uh, for Netflix, I you know I spoke about that, like how I didn't realize how important and integral she is in every female comedian's past. She was doing stand-up when when met women were never doing it. Yeah, I, wasn't she the first big stand-up comedian? Phyllis Diller and Joan Rivers, right. I believe, yeah. And I'm sure we're forgetting a couple, but those women were out there when it was a total man's game, you know? So when I was coming up, you know, to not give credit where credit is due is, you know, something that I regret and not, you know, and now re- understand more comprehensively how important it is to recognize the people who open those doors for you because, um, you know, somebody always came before you. So you haven't you haven't told me who your heroes were. Oh, so I guess in hindsight, she would be a hero of mine. As far as a mentor, Jay Leno was really good to me when I was coming up. He had me on his show all the time doing kind of remote sketches 
And he was a good mentor. Again, we didn't have like a personal off-camera relationship as much, but he was sweet to me. And uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I don't really think None I None of the old timers? No, no. I wasn't really in, I wasn't. But who did you love? Who did you love? Jerry Lewis. Well, did you love you Jerry who Lewis? Who? Bill Cosby. So oh, okay. look where that got me. Well, you know, he was on my show. I remember what a fantastic man he was. Oh. And what the hell happened? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we were all duped. I remember growing up watching Bill Cosby thinking, I wish my father had his shit together like that, having his own, right. you know, OBGYN office in our house. Like, how great. They live in this beautiful home. Now we know what he was doing in that OBGYN office. I know. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, it is. And he came on my show and he had a beautiful sweater on and I admired his sweater as a cardigan, a male cable knit cardigan sweater. Next day, I got a box from the store where he had bought his and he, and he sent it to me. You know, once I was in Atlantic City and he and I were both performing in the same casino and he asked, they asked me at the casino, they said, Bill Cosby wants to say hello to you. Will you go up to his hotel room? And luckily, I was with four men that were working for me, and I brought them with me up to the hotel room. But when I showed up with those four guys to his hotel room, he was pissed. He goes, oh. what, are you, what, are you, what are you guys all doing here? And they're like, well, we work with Chelsea. He goes, you work? I had one guy who was opening oh. for me, my opening comic. So you think he had designs? Oh, yeah, yeah. He had designs? Oh, yeah. Right. He, he, his plan was thwarted. Huh. Oh, dear. That's a, a sad... That's a sad part of the last, I guess, five years, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, that whole thing. Well, in 2007, you became the second woman uh, in the history of television to host a late night gig after Joan Rivers, right? Yeah. And uh, so this is a monumental accomplishment. Uh, how did you celebrate? Uh, I celebrate, you know what I, I celebrated by really highlighting all of the other people that were on that show with me, all the comedians that came out of that show, of which there are so many. That had, whose careers were launched on that show, like Fortune Feimster and Lonnie Love and Kevin Hart was a part of that show. Tiffany Haddish. Why oh, don't you love Kevin Hart? Oh, my God. And Tiffany. Oh, my gosh. I did a skit with them. I, I mean, I couldn't talk as fast as they could talk. Oh, yeah. Well, both of them. Wow. I mean, Kevin cannot shut up. Never. He can't stop talking. Every time you turn on the TV, he's doing another commercial. Yeah. I'm like, are you filming these commercials while you're sleeping? Right. No, he's so funny. So then you, you did all this the stand-up uh, comedy. You did your shows. And then you started writing books. Uh, what's the process for you for writing a book? For me, it's it's long and painful. Yeah. And even though I am writing my hundredth book. What? Yeah. Hundredth? Hundredth. How's that possible? I, well, because I've had help over, along the way, but I've been writing books on uh, various subjects, all, all relating to living. But, um, but the process is, you know, is difficult. And uh, we have to take pictures, too. Your books, at least you don't have to take pictures. Well, that would make it easier, I uh, think, right? Yeah. Taking well, the pictures, writing, I can fill up writing, some more pages. Writing to pictures is easy, uh -huh. is easier. But uh, what's your process? My process is I just start, I just signed a new book deal, so I'm starting my next book. And uh, I, my process is I just throw it all down. Like, I love the art of language. And I just, I start writing, you know, in the beginning. Do it's you dictate or write or no, type? No, I type. Yeah. And I just throw it out and I, I put in a lot and it becomes a lot of noise in the beginning. And then 
it's kind of that process that I described for the stand-up where you start refining it. You know, I throw it over to my editor. That's what I love about writing a book is having a sounding board in an editor, you know, who can kind of say, okay, this is going to work and helps you shape it. Because that's what I, I have all the material that's all in my head. I have stories and personal stories and, you know, and memories that I can always share and I can inject that with humor always. That's no problem. But it's the shape of the book to make it, you know, so, you know, to make do you do it, an outline first? No, I just start writing. I just start, th- you know, writing stuff down, and then what's, I, the, what's the new book? Uh, well, the working title is called "The Filipino in Me," and uh, we'll see if that title sticks. But yeah, I'm going to write about my love story. I think it's really important to inspire all the people that are in my age group that may give up or think they're too old to meet someone, or you know, people lower their standards a lot because they think they're they freak out about not meeting the right person. And I want to just remind women and men and everything in between that you do not ever have to lower your standards because as long as you hold your standards at a certain level, that's where the person's going to come meet you. So it's self-help in addition to... Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah, but it'll be funny and have my stamp yeah. on it, you know, yeah. tongue in cheek. Have you been to the Philippines? I'm With about him. to go to the Philippines because oh. he's got a big movie premiere there for his movie. Oh, is he a producer? No, he's an actor. Oh, he's the he's actor in, in a movie. It? Yeah. Ah called Easter Sunday, and we're going to go to the Philippines for my very first time. And uh, yeah, I can't wait. Have you been to the Philippines? Yes, I had the best trip to the Philippines. Where did you go? Oh my gosh. We went to to Manila and then went out from Manila to the rice paddies. There's delicious food in the Philippines. Wait till you you visit some of these amazing restaurants. Yeah. And, uh, And I learned how to plant rice. Wow. And I visited a lot of craftspeople who do beautiful, beautiful work there. Uh, you know, that's been one of the big manufacturing centers of the world, the Philippines. And uh, also, I met a lot of very interesting people. Yeah. Uh, so you'll have a fabulous time. Yeah. I'll give you my itinerary if you want. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. yeah, I'd love that. But you should see a lot of the stuff. Mm. Uh, and there's, uh, it's just a, it's a very, very beautiful country. Yeah. And you just have, you have to get out of the city a little bit yeah. to make sure you see the landscape. Yeah. And Filipino people are beautiful. So They're nice. just loving oh, yeah. and they're happy yep. and they love karaoke. Yep. Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> In your business, you also had to deal with hecklers and haters. And how do you deal with that? I'm pretty good at shutting them up pretty quickly. I don't really have a high tolerance for people interrupting my show. But, you know, I mean, ever since the Dave Chappelle thing happened, people are talking about that or the Chris Rock thing previous to that at the Academy Awards. I mean, hopefully that is, you know, everyone has had to double up on security that's doing live shows and that includes me. But yeah, I do, you know, have security. I don't let that guide my performance or have fear of that. You know, I just kind of go out there and do my thing and and hope that nobody's wasting money paying on uh, paying that amount of money to come interrupt a show. You know, they're just going to get removed anyway. What do you think Chris Rock's going to do? Um, I think he's handled himself with a lot of aplomb. I think that he's he did the right thing. The question is, what's Will Smith going to do? You know, he's the one who looks like a real jackass. Well, what is going to happen to him? I don't know. I mean, he's banned from the Academy Awards, so that's something. You know, that kind of behavior was just so shocking. Do you remember watching that? Yes. I was just, I was in my kitchen watching the Academy Awards and I was utterly shocked. I thought at first it was an act. Yeah. I think a lot of people did. Yeah. I was just like, what would, I mean, I just can't imagine taking those steps on the stage, thinking you have the right to get up on that stage and smack somebody. 
Like it just it didn't didn't make any sense at all. It's really embarrassing for him. Yeah, well it is. It's uh, and after such a fine performance. Yeah, you'd way to take the moment out of it, you Boy. know. It was it was horrible. Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags, and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at KNIX.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What makes the excellent comedian? Because, I mean, you, you have done so much. You have, you've transformed your comedy a lot. Uh, you think about it a lot, I guess. But what makes a really, really great comedian now in retrospect? I think being a really good listener, because what you're doing is observing and paying attention to other people's behaviors and yourself. So you have to have the gift of self-awareness, A, 
You have to be aware of how you behave in this world because it starts with the self-deprecation. Like any real comic has to start talking about their shortcomings and their behavior that's embarrassing. And then, and then, and it's in being an observationist. So it's about watching people and really having a curiosity, in my opinion, about other people. So do you invest in other comedians? Yes. Oh, yeah, all the time. I have deals in my production company developing comics. I always bring female comics on the road to open for me. You know, I am always looking. I love to make sure that I have my finger on the pulse of... So when you go through Netflix now, there's a whole line just for comedy. Mm. Um, like the Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. What do you think of her? Uh, well, that was comedy in like the 40s or 50s. Yeah. So not really my cup of comedy, but I love the show and I love Rachel. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, that's not funny anymore. <laughs> okay. It's like Lenny Bruce kind of comedy, right. you know. But she has a she has a mouth on her. Oh yeah, yeah. She yeah. has a mouth on her. But that's funny. Like, you know, in the time frame it took place, it's funny. But nowadays, if you saw a woman up there saying that, you'd be like, what is this? You know? And who's the who's the up and coming comic you you excluded of course um on right now oh there's a few there's a uh, rosebud baker mateo lane vanessa gonzalez yeah so women uh-huh and a guy mateo, mateo, mateo lane yeah yeah and he's he's something <laughs> mateo lane yeah. is, is awesome do you know him yeah, no i've just i've just watched oh yeah yeah, yeah. incredible yeah so there's um so there so comedy just keeps evolving yeah, I mean, right now is a really good time for comedy because there's so many people coming up, so many young, promising comics, and there's a diversity in comedy, like, that is loud now. There's so many Asian comics, there's so many black comics, and that are getting the attention that they deserve. So we're not just seeing kind of, you know, for a long time there was like, you know, Dave Chappelle was the black comic or Kevin Hart. Now there is a plethora of them and that are getting their due. And that's really nice to see because, you know, White guys have had their uh, kind of comedy being uh, aired and getting, like, the advantage over everybody for a really long time. It's a male-dominated field. So it's nice that it's opening up for women and for minorities in the way that it has been. And uh, what about Robin Williams? He was one of my very, very, very favorite people. Yeah. Um, what did you think of his... Oh, I mean, he was a genius. Did he have a computer mind? Yes. He had something special, extra special yeah. going on. His daughter, Zelda, I ran into recently at, um, at the festival for Netflix. And she, it's so funny because she has his mannerisms. And she, she Yeah, and she sounds like him. And, and my boyfriend. Is she a comic? No, she's oh. not. She's a director. But she, uh, she, my boyfriend's like, oh my God, Zelda sounds exactly like Robin Williams. And when you watch Robin Williams, like, they inducted him into the Hall of Fame, too, the same night as Joan Rivers. Oh, that's good. And you watch him, and you're just like, oh, my God, this guy is otherworldly. Like, you know, that's a cut above a, a comic. Yeah. Like, he had something extra special going on. Oh, I, I adored him. Yeah. I adored him. He was amazing. Did you spend some time with him in person? Well, he, yeah, he came on my show, and uh, and it, it was just like it was just like being with something other than a human being, really. It was really like being with someone who thought faster, talked faster, uh, reacted faster than anybody I had ever been with. Yeah. To everything. Yeah, you know? right. And it was like uh, just unusual. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, he had a charge, a charge, like a charge, extra supercharged. He was like a Tesla, yeah. but a human. Yeah. My Tesla, by the way, yesterday in this heat, lost its air conditioning. No. Yeah, I was really not happy No, yesterday. I bet. I would not have wanted to be around you. And then I called the Tesla dealer, you know, to Elon? see. Elon? Well, no, I didn't quite call Elon yet, but I'm about to because... Um, it's hot weather, and I have to drive that car because I don't want to buy any gas. It's $7 a gallon. So I, um, I called the dealer first, and they gave me an appointment for next Wednesday. That's not good mm -mm. because what do I do till next Wednesday? I have to come to the city many times. I have to drive a gas-guzzling car. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like with all of like with the heat index going up the way it is with climate change, how is air conditioning continue? going to continue because it's going to be a higher and higher demand. We're going to have to have it on all year long. Blackouts and then, blackouts. I know it's going to happen yep. everywhere. There's going to be air conditioning blackouts the, for yep, sure. It's starting already in the Midwest and in the West and South. You know, Texas. Oy. But um, but I'm mad about my Tesla. Yes. And I love my Tesla. Yeah, I love my Tesla, too. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. Believe me. You have one. Yeah, I have Good. one, too. Yeah. Good. Another question about comedy again. What won't you talk about? Because this is this is something that people do put up walls mm. around there. Or do you talk about everything? I think I talk about everything. I mean, I try not to make fun of, like, ugly children, you know? That's pretty <laughs> much off limits, going after children, you know, or anyone who's handicapped. That's off limits. But... Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you can be clever and still be respectful to people without subverting your comedy. Like, it's, people are complaining about how hard it is to be funny in this politically correct world. It's like, actually, all people are asking is for people not to be sexist or racist. Like, that's not a tall order. It's kind of easy to do that. And if you can't be clever with those parameters in place, then you should probably rethink what you're doing. You know, comedy is about making things funny and, you know, your point of view. So I don't find that too limiting. Chelsea, you are an amazing person. Oh. Uh, you are a phenomenal comedian. You are uh, a wonderful businesswoman. You are on, you're on your way. I mean, you've been on your way, but you are on your way toward greater and greater things. And I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, visit me here in New York in my office. I know, so exciting. speak with us. Uh, I was supposed to, by the way, I just want all the listeners to know, I was supposed to go to Martha's Farm, and that was a something like a two-hour drive that I was willing to take because I said, you know what, I'm not going to pass up Martha's Farm. I'll invite you non-business, okay? okay? You'll yeah. come to a party or something. Yes, or where I can have okay. some cocktails. Do you live in New York ever? Uh, no, but I'm here a lot. Where do, where do you stay in New Oh, I'm not going to ask you where you stay in New York. Yeah, do you want your you want your hecklers to be out there? Yeah, that's exactly what oh, I said. Geez. Why did I say oh, that? Oh, my gosh. We'll never, we will never tell you where Chelsea stays in New York. Mm. But she will be visiting me at my farm where everybody knows I live. They, you know, they yeah. know I live. Um, but, um, but it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you. Likewise. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. 
Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.